When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And we are live at the State Fair, and many of you who had plans to come to the Minnesota State Fair today maybe didn't realize what a spectacular and amazing day it is here because today is the first ever Mental Health Awareness Day at the Minnesota State Fair. And so we've invited Sue Abderholden from NAMI, Minnesota to sit and talk with us about what that means. Hi, Sue. Thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for inviting me. So why, why this year? Why is this year the first year we are having a Mental Health Awareness Day at the Minnesota State Fair? Well, one is this the first time we asked. Oh, so, well, there you go. So there you go, right? <laughs> Ask and you uh, shall receive. Exactly. Well, and I think the time is right, yeah. frankly. You know, 10 years ago, people were really not talking about mental illness at all. Even bringing up the word mental health, you know, was a little scary. Um, but now we really see and hear people talking about it all the time. Celebrities coming forward saying they're living with depression or anxiety, things like that. So it really was kind of the time was right. Yeah. So what does a mental health day at the Minnesota State Fair then look like? What, what can we experience and enjoy today? So one thing is it's not depressing. I just want everyone yeah. to know. It's actually really upbeat. So there's about 40 different organizations there. You know, there's trivia contests. There's uh, coloring. There's, you know, selfie booth, all sorts of things like that. But you can also learn about how to take care of your own mental health and about mental illnesses and what are those signs and symptoms and what can you do um, to address them. You know, um, I, I want to take a really quick detour here because one of the reasons why I'm aware of Mental Health Awareness Day is because I will be emceeing some of the uh, awesome programming that you have on the stage today uh, after this show is done. And one of the things that uh, we've had a couple conversations about kind of back channel is the use of the word stigma, which you often will hear people talk about a mental health stigma. And the ask this year is that we start to reframe that and talk about discrimination. So can you explain a little bit about that that conversation that's being had? Sure. Well, you know, I think the word stigma just kind of rolls off the tongue a little too easily. And it isn't stigma that has uh, resulted in people backed up in emergency rooms waiting for care. It isn't stigma that police respond instead of healthcare response to someone who's in a mental health crisis. Um, it isn't stigma that people lose their jobs when they're hospitalized for a mental illness. It's discrimination, mm -hmm. and I think that we need to just start saying that word. It is a difficult word, but it's also a difficult thing to experience. And so let's not make it easy. Let's really talk about what the impact is. Yeah. Well, and you said um, 
you know, it's not depressing, right? Everybody mm -hmm. has this notion that, or I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people maybe have an uh, impression uh, that mental health is just a heavy, heavy subject. And certainly it can be, right? But yes. there's also, um, I don't know, there are ways that you can make it accessible for people. And presumably that's why you're out here at the State Fair where you have a captive audience of literally hundreds of thousands of people um, to help educate and, and talk to them about these like really important issues. Well, you know, and on the stage, we have a, a you know just a wide array of speakers and wonderful musicians sharing their talents, many of whom have been impacted by mental illness. So recovery is possible, and I think that that's a hopeful message and not a depressing message. And so, you know, it's a way for people to, you know, really kind of celebrate in that. And, you know, and one of the reasons why the State Fair is the perfect place to have these conversations about mental health awareness is because it really does touch everybody in one way or another. I know that you probably uh, have a lot of statistics at your fingertips about how um, about about mental illness and mental mm -hmm. health. Well, so one in five people are impacted by mental illness. They'll experience one in their lifetime, and that includes children. So that's a huge percentage of the population. And frankly, because there is kind of an agricultural bent to the state fair, uh, right now uh, the suicide rate among farmers is extremely high. And so this is also another opportunity to kind of reach out to people in the agricultural uh, community to say, you need to start talking about mental health. You know, you talk, um, Sue, about discrimination, and that means probably barriers to care and access, um, and people don't even realize probably how hard that can be. Is part of the thing that you're doing out at the State Fair uh, educating people on how they can access the services that actually are available to them? Absolutely. So there's a variety of providers, so people can understand what's a community mental health provider. There are the professional organizations, so the Psychiatric Society and the psychologists are there, so you can find out, well, you know, what did you go to school for? How does that work? Which I also uh, think is important as well. Well, Sue Abderholden from NAMI, Minnesota, that's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Um, we are so thankful that you have taken time out of your day, and it is a busy one today at the Minnesota <laughs> State Fair, for you to come and talk to us about the great work that you guys are doing. I just wanted to ask, too, like if you're not out mm -hmm. here today, are yeah. there ways that you can uh, access information out here at the fair, or at least should I go online if it's not today? I, I would recommend that you go to our website, NAMIMNforminnesota.org. There's fact sheets, information, things like that that I think will be very helpful. Perfect. And, you know, to people who are having trouble accessing care, I just want people to know that we don't have a broken mental health system. We really never built it. Mm -hmm. And so we do know what works. We're slowly and surely building that mental health system. But uh, certainly hang on to that hope because things are getting better. Awesome. Well, thank you for building it and for doing your part and for being here and for, for all the great work you're doing here at the Minnesota State Fair on the Mental Health Awareness Day. Thanks so much for inviting me. Yes. I appreciate it. Well, and I'll see you in about, you know, an hour and a half. And where do people go if they want to if they want to see what you're doing? Dan Patch Dan Park. Patch Park. Yeah, I always forget that they've changed the name of it, um, but it is. It's in Dan Patch Park. You can't really miss it. So what there's time? plenty of stuff to do there. It's happening as we speak. I will be there between uh, four and six. Awesome. So, um, but there's stuff happening as we speak all Absolutely. throughout the day. Programming, amazing stuff. Can I can I mention who is speaking at the end of the day? Absolutely. Adam Levy, who a lot of people know from the band The Honey Dogs, um, he is a very well-known musician, and he's going to be talking about his own experience with mental illness, and it is a, an amazing story. You will not want to miss that. And that is at 
430. 4.30. 4.30. Yes, 4.30. And so. we'll end uh, actually with the American Indian Drum Circle. We started out the day with that, and it was really quite moving. Oh, that's just perfect. Well, thank you, Sue Abderholden thank from you. NAMI, Minnesota. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we have Steph March and Steph Hansen. Food! We're talking about food. State Fair on a stick after this. It's a podcast on a stick after this on My Talk 1071. Well, the young man who accused Asia Argento of uh, sexual assault, frankly, and frankly, rape, wouldn't you say, Bradley, um, has spoken out. He has uh, issued a statement. This is the first we have heard from Jimmy Bennett. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer live at the State Fair. Thank you to our friends, AAA Movers, your uh, sponsors for today. Um, but, yeah, so he issued a statement. Yep, so um, the person we're talking about, of course, uh, in this particular case, Jimmy Bennett, uh, he's an actor. Um, he claims that uh, he had sexual relationship with uh, Ozzy Argento when he was 17, which would mean that that's statutory rape according to the law. Um, and, you know, uh, other allegations that go along with it. There's a whole story we could get into. But the, the piece of the story that we learned today is that, or I shouldn't say today, it was actually yesterday. But with the piece of the story that we're talking about today is that he did, Colleen, actually make a statement. Now, I could read the whole thing to you, but really I'm not going to. Essentially what I, um, maybe I'll read just a little bit yeah. of this, okay? Um, and again, this is his statement following Asia Argento's denial that they had a sexual relationship, which he has accused her of, mm -hmm. which would have been illegal at the time that it took place because he was a minor. Uh, many brave women and men have spoken out about their own experiences during the Me Too movement, and I appreciate that bravery that it took for each one of them to take such a stand. I did not initially speak out about my story, and this is maybe a criticism that some people have lodged against him. Why didn't you speak out earlier? He says, I didn't because I chose to handle it in private with the person who wronged me. You might not know, but he didn't actually come forward with this information. TM, or not TMZ, it was actually the New York Times. Yeah. Uh, received uh, some email and photo uh, graphic evidence uh, along with these allegations that they then published. He did not, uh, or claims that he did not. He says, um, my trauma resurfaced as she came out as a victim herself. I have not made a public statement in the past days and hours because I was ashamed and afraid to be part of the public narrative. I was underage when the event took place and I tried to seek justice in a way that made sense to me at the time because I was not ready to deal with my story becoming uh, public. And that means that he sought a financial settlement with her instead of going to court and suing her. Uh, in a criminal way. Yeah, and making the entire story public. Yeah. Right, which, you know, clearly he was trying to avoid. What is your immediate reaction to his... It seems statement. like a very credible yeah. statement. You know, like the thing that came out initially about him after she denied these allegations. Um, I think you heard people say things like, oh, he was a hot mess or he was just one of those kids that you stayed away from. Like he was somehow luring adults into having inappropriate sexual contact with them, which that is something that you hear from. Um, well, that's something you hear from perpetrators who... Uh, can't realize the truth of what they've done what I or can't was, accept it. I mean, even, even you know, in that, there was a text message that was made public between Asia Argento and a friend of hers. And even in that, Asia Argento refers to him as a horny kid. Yeah. So again, it's sort of 
plays to that narrative. Yeah, like he was a horny kid and he jumped on me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if you're a third, well, she's she's 30, was she 37 at the time? I think she was 37 yes. at the time. And he's 17. And he was 17 and yeah. it just turned 17. Um, you know, you can say a lot of things. You can say, I didn't know how old he was. I thought he was, you know, of legal age. You know, it was probably inappropriate for me to be um, getting sexual with uh, a teenager. I mean, whatever, whatever excuse you could make, she denies it completely. Mm-hmm. But then we've seen these photographs of her clearly topless with him in bed shortly after, presumably, they had a sexual relationship. But, you know, instead, she's denying it at all. We've got the proof. And... Um, you know, she's tried to throw him under the bus. Yeah. Well, we'll continue, as I say every day, to keep our eye on Absolutely. this story and, and share what we learn from it. When we come back, dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. They do it all the time on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, because it is 2.30, you all know it is time to talk about our crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Oh, if there wasn't a parade going on, we would have... The audience could have heard that better, but I you did a great did a job. Great job. Yes. Hey, before we get to that, I do want to give something away. Holly or Sonny, are you fine with that? I'm cool. That's she cool. I think she cool. said cool. She said she's All right, cool. so we're having a hard time hearing because there's legit a parade happening I hear it. in front of us. Like on I hear my it. lap right now. So caller number three to six five or no, what's our number? Six oh my god, six five one six four one one zero seven one. I'm having brain farts. Um, is going to win. Caller number three is going to win a pair of Kenny G tickets for Sunday, October fourteenth performance at Ames Center. The show is at seven. Kenny G, caller number three, you get a pair of tickets. Now, I will move along to Crazy Stupid Idiots. And my first Crazy Stupid Idiot for you today, Colleen, is somebody who's going to sound very familiar to you. He is not in Florida. He is in New York. And his name is Mark Jackson. He is 58 years old. And he was doing some breast exams. (gasps) Now, who does that sound like? The audience just got really uncomfortable, by the way. I'm sure they're like, I have no idea. Okay, so way back in the day, like eight years ago, this is how we stumbled upon this dumb segment. We learned about a guy named Dr. Weenikoff. Yeah, his name is literally Dr. Weenikoff. But we renamed him Dr. Turnenkoff because he was going to people's doors, knocking on the door, and asking them if he could perform a complimentary breast exam. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But the problem was he wasn't a doctor. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't just a breast exam either. That's yeah. actually when one woman, one woman thought it was totally normal for uh, a doctor to show up at her door and offer a free exam. And then he offered to give her another exam, and it was at that point that she thought maybe hmm, something was up. This doesn't seem right. Or in this case, down. down. And so, alerted police. And it turned out Dr. Weenikoff had been uh, going from you know door to door fondling ladies. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Weenikoff has a uh, friend, and uh, his, friend, his friend's name is 58-year-old Mark Jackson, because Mark... Um, allegedly decided to provide some, and he's a legit doctor, so this is not a, a fake doctor experience. He was so he a was real doctor, a primary care doctor. He was employed for the uh, um, for a particular uh, business to provide routine medical care, and it was during that experience that he, um, well, he did something that you don't normally do during a breast exam. I'm going to try to be really careful because there There's are families. There's children here. Is it something the babies are doing right now in the lactation yes. station? Okay. Yes. I was just so checking. So instead of using what n- most doctors... I don't even know. Do doctors use their hands? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, what, I don't know. Do, don't do they, they, they put them in a machine? or something? Don't you well, put- yeah, but there's, a di- there's a different kinds so of So the exams. doctor's like... Okay, don't ever. I'm not ever, touching you. I'm I just saying care, it's in that the, area. The motion that you're doing toward m- my privates is weird. Honk, honk. <laughs> so um, that's what they do is uh-huh. what you're saying, right? Yeah. Okay, so they, they do that. He was not doing it with his hands. He was doing it with... His, his m- mouth place. Yes. Ew. With his mouth. No. Yeah. Which, no offense... Is not I don't know who I'm offending. I don't either. Is not probably what everybody you're supposed right to now. Do, right? Well, I, you know. Anyway, um, so uh, luckily somebody thought maybe that's not the way I uh, am used to getting my exams and alerted authorities. And it turns out, well, you know, that wasn't the first time. So they were able to stop him from doing it any further. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. I'm also sad for all the people that that happened to yeah. before it was alerted. Ooh. Okay, here's one you haven't heard before. I promise you, you have not heard this one before. Because this one gets points for creativity. All right. Okay, but then also points for dumb. Okay, so this is in England. So this guy um, had been engaged, and the engagement went bad, and they broke up. Uh, but it was he was still in love with the woman. And he wanted to figure out how to get her back into his life. So um, 51-year-old Roy Meadwell from England... Uh, he decided that the best way... Oh, by the way, I forgot. This is a very important part of the story. Things got so bad with his wanting her back that she had a restraining order against him. Mm-hmm. So he was like, how can I reach out to her in a way that, you know, I'm, I'm, may not, may, I'm not like in her business, so I'm still like honoring the order, and I just want her to love me back. So he wrote her a letter okay. and pretended to be the ghost of her dead mother. And he wrote what? her a letter 
from his from her dead mother. He, but that you can't. That's not how that works. I know that, Bradley, and you know that, but Roy was not keen to that. So Roy wrote her a letter pretending to be her dead mother, saying that uh, that she really believed that they should be together. Well, when she got the letter, do you think she thought it was from her dead mother? No. No, she I would was hope like, she didn't. I know that handwriting. That's from Roy. And so then She's she like, took good it. job, Roy. Yeah. <laughs> so she took that one to the cops, and now Roy has been sentenced to four months in prison for violating his restraining order, mm. um, and he also is not allowed to use a pen or a piece of paper. He's not allowed to use pen and paper? I don't know, but I just... Think, you just made that up, yeah, didn't you? Like, I was like, that is not a I don't a think writing thing. letters is, is his... He shouldn't be allowed to do who that. Would have, who would have... How did he think that that was going to be um, acceptable? Are you trying to apply accepted? logic yeah, to true. the crazy stupid That's idiots? my first mistake. I mean, I give him points for creativity, though. Like, that is pretty creative. Yes? No? I mean, creative in a, like, this is never going to work sort of way. I mean, again, you know that. Creatively I stupid. Know that, but yeah. Desperate Roy really wanted her love. Yeah. And he, instead he got a stay in prison. So fun. Yay. Lucky Roy. Yes. Um, Roy just sounds like a, you know, bang The kind guy. of guy who would uh, yeah. send a letter from the ghost of your mother. Uh, okay. So speaking of your mother. Speaking of your mother, do you guys have your My Talk 1071 Team Cobra t shirts? I don't see yet? enough. I don't see enough out there. So this year. The Should I get one of our shirts? Uh, there's one in, actually in my backpack right here. Talk. I'm talking now. Hello. How are you? You're all lovely He's people. He's a pro, you guys. It's a beautiful day out here at the Minnesota State Fair. Actually, the, for those of you who aren't at the State Fair, I will say it's a gorgeous first day. The weather's not too um, it's not too hot. It's not too humid. And um, the, there's a little overcast experience happening. Okay, so now we're showing our shirt, our State Fair shirt. This year is... Your mom. Your mom. Now, you all missed it. The best part of my entire day was when my actual mom was here wearing the Your Mom shirt, which is so great because it only really applies to me and my older brother. She's the only pe person. Wait, she's the only... We're the only people who call her mom. That's what it was. Thanks. For I didn't know where you were going with Neither that, but uh, Your Mom. You can all wear the Your Mom t-shirt. That's the point because um, you can always say to people, so what are you going to do tonight? Your Mom. So what's your favorite... Um, thing at the fair your mom what are you gonna do tomorrow no i don't no. know it really i mean but, but trust me you can do this a lot it, you can use it a lot it yes. really it buys you time also if you don't feel like answering something you can just say your mom your mom we do it around the office regularly so are you going to lunch no, or no <laughs> i see i'm screwing it up what's for lunch today? what's for lunch today your mom there see you guys you're hang you're getting the hang of it yeah. we're trying to bring it back it was really big in like the 90s it's hasn't it's seen better days yeah all right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we're gonna see how this goes we have not yet tried a, a throwback live experience at the minnesota state fair but holly has made it back to the radio station so that she can successfully host the throwback live and she is going to do just that bradley and i are going to go head to head to see which one of us can identify the most vintage audio clips after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 Good. How are you? Good. Come here often. Yeah. Mm. Do you? It's the Minnesota State Fair. 
It's Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. You can totally clap. Yes, <laughs> make some noise. Stay fair. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Oh my gosh, you will never know who you're going to run into, by the way, at the Minnesota State Fair. You said you just ran into somebody very special. I did. My elementary school music teacher. Oh my God. Pat Harrison is here. And I just like. Was I Colleen saw a good student? In. The best, the best, she's right? Lying. Probably one of the best. No, she's not. I'm kidding. She, uh, but it really, like, you know, when you just see somebody from your past, and I just knew it was her. I was like, oh my gosh. So anyway, that was really fun. And Minnesota Youth Choir, uh, she is her choir. She's in charge awesome. of them, and they're here today. And so uh, that was a fun thing to run into her. Uh, but we have a job to do, Bradley. Yes, we do. It's going to be a hard one, mm-hmm. though, you guys, because I can't really hear anything. Well, we're going to figure so. it out. But that's an excuse. Okay. So we are. We play this game every day at 2.45 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It is called The Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for The Throwback Live. At 245. Hit it. Sweep the leg. I must put it. You guys know this game. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. Oh, hi, guys. Hi. It's like I just saw you there at the Minnesota State Fair. You did. I did. All right. Well, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here are the rules of the game. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 2.45. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. I did it first. Nope. Just like that. early. Like yeah. yesterday when you just answered without actually hearing anything. I don't nope. understand how that works, I actually. just am really good. You're really loud, too, so let's hope this works. <laughs> I don't All mean right. you. I just mean your, the, the, your I just volume. I mean your voice. Your voice. <laughs> just you. So loud. Hey, you know, on the Throwback Live at 245, we keep a total victory tally of who's won the most throwback lives. And as it stands right now, Bradley is at 52 total victories. Yes. And Colleen is 57. Oh, Thank you. no. I just had a lovely listener come up to me in a break and say, you need to win this for the women. And I said, "Wow, that's no problem." Is that all you have, ladies? Oh, uh, stop! Don't is the even throwback do live that. seriously. You know what? We'll take. Hey, it if where you're we can gonna get it, throw right? shade, get ready to get it. Uh, okay, work on that. Oh, all right, yeah. Holly, let's play this game. Yeah, let's play the first vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley. Don't get distracted out at the fair. I want you. I'm gonna not look at anyone. That's fantastic. I want you to correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley. Bradley. I have no idea what that is. Uh, I'm going to say, I, can I at least guess? No. Well, you me. You say, I don't know what that That's is. That's not fair. Well, actually, it is. So I'm going to keep the playing okay, the Okay, whatever. Clip. Okay. Colleen, listen carefully Thank and identify. You. I should have said something. Stop. Colleen. Stop? No. What is Stop. It, I'm going to say that that is Back to the Future. Yes! Oh. What? I had three options, and that was really the best fit. So you're welcome. Good job, Colleen. Yes, that's the main theme from the Back to the Future oh, trilogy. Oh, God, how did you hear that? I can't hear it. Oh, gosh. Here come the excuses. Oh. Well, you should know what an excuse sounds like. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> See, this is what we do, people. 
This is what I do. I almost gave you a finger that I do it at, at the station. Please do not give me a finger. But I can't do it here. So. No. I'll just All right. it down here. All right, children, they're there. Moving on to our second vintage. We are the children. Holly. That is true. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. Colleen. Colleen, walk this way. That feels like the Run DMC version, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, Colleen, you're incorrect. Are there other versions? Oh, it, this is. There's two. Oh there's God. the one with Run DMC and Aerosmith. This is now. just Aerosmith. Bye. Good job, well, Colleen. Fine. I mean, yes. I'll take the win, and then I'll just sit here and talk. No, I'll just let you. People. I'll just let you win. Okay. Uh, well, good job, Colleen. That Poor was the. Me. Sad. Moving on. on. Colleen, Colleen has two, has two points, points in the throwback live at 245. Bradley, you have yet to score, but it's still anybody's uh, game. Bradley, I've you come can from come. behind yes. before. You sure have. So let's listen to our third. Why are you all laughing? <laughs> I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Go let's, ahead. Let's move on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this vintage pop culture moment. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Oh, God. Anybody? I can't. Oh, I know that, but familiar. I don't know it. You want to give Bradley a guess? Bradley couldn't hear it, so. Oh, Stop, mm, I could hear I'll it. Play have it for a rat you. gnaw that off your face. Yeah, Here's I'll, a quarter. Let me play it for you one more time. Go downtown. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Can I just take a, a general? Somebody knows that. What this gentleman in the front? You can don't you get yell to it phone out? A friend. Well, you don't. Yeah. You don't know it, do you, Colleen? No. All right. Nobody, Nobody gets, a point, gets a point, but you can phone a friend. Uncle, Uncle Buck. Buck. Yes. Good job, John. Good job. Candy. Feel free to mouth us you answers. You get a point, sir. Me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. No, you don't get a point, Bradley. He no. got a point. No, I'm saying he got a point. Oh. I'm saying in future, feel free to mouth answers. They were. I just was not watching their mouths. I'm going to start. Let's move on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Great idea. Throwback Live 245. Now listen to this fourth vintage pop culture audio clip and identify it. Colleen and Bradley. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Yes, I got it. Nancy Kerrigan. Why? Why? That's how I feel right now. Did you guys all get that? Good. Okay, They all knew it. All All right. right. So I have a chance. I have a chance. Bradley still has a chance. He's in the game. He's in the game. game. Throwback Live at 245. Let's move on to our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen, Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. Bradley. That's the Roadrunner, baby. Yes. Yes, it's the Warner Brothers. You just threw stuff at me. Looney Tunes. Lightly. Negligible. Oh, you guys, you know what this means. So violent. This means we're tied. Oh, I hate this. I hate everything about this moment. (laughs) That means Colleen and Bradley are tied in the Throwback Live at 245. And whoever guesses this sixth bonus vintage pop culture audio clip correctly, bonus, will win today's game. So stressful. I... Is it though? Ladies, I need you. Gentlemen and ladies who aren't all about just the ladies. <laughs> I need your help. All right. <laughs> Human Let's beings. Help Colleen and Bradley. Human beings. Identify, identify this, this vintage, vintage pop, pop culture, culture audio, audio clip. clip. 
Colleen. Colleen. That is Beetlejuice. No, darn it, darn it, darn it. Bradley, I'm going to play the right one for you. Just clearing no, you can't, again, actually. Please. We're going to play it again. Ten thousand years. Oh. Such a crick in the neck. Hello. That is Aladdin. Yes! I am vindicated. And Colleen has left the show for today. Have a wonderful day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to bask in my win for a while. What did I win, Holly? Bradley Trainer, congratulations. You won- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On today's Throwback Live at 245 and you just won yourself an industrial-sized tub of Tums. Yes! I'm going to need those Tums. Tum, ta-dum, tum. Tum 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 loser. Hi, Colleen. I brought Donnie to. How are no, you? No, don't, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Oh, you need a hug. No, it's really a hard time. It's a hard time, and I brought Donnie. Oh, please, you're still far better. ahead. How? What's our What's our tally? It's fifty-three, Bradley. Fifty-seven, Colleen. You're gonna be just fine tomorrow. Oh, look at how encouraging you're being. I know. Look, I'm gonna win, but look who's here, by the way. Oof. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. Kachon, kachon, babe. Oh, you gotta. Oh, you gotta turn your on. mic on, honey. See, you Look, guys, over here. This is the fun the thing. Right. We have all kinds of new, newfangled, on, you know, yes, no, things here, out here, and nobody knows how to use it yet. No, no, I still don't hear you. I still don't hear Donnie. It's still not happening. This is where we have an engineer standing. Yeah. Weird. Donnie, try again. Hello. Nope. Nope. Still Bueller. not doing it. Well, anyway, that was okay. what okay, an entrance. Oh, use, for... use this one, Donnie. All right. Is that better? There yeah. we go. Now we can hear you. Yay! There's Donnie. I, I, You'd I think that Colleen. we didn't do this for a living. Yeah. I know. That's why we have guys like Jake. Exactly. Yeah. I told Colleen she should be a gracious loser. Yes. Thank you, Donnie. Right. I was gracious. I just Unlike I you. wanted to Unlike me. for a minute. What? Yes, be better, loser. Colleen. Be better than me. I will tomorrow. <laughs> You're Lori try. and Julia coming up next. Happy State Fair, everybody. Enjoy, we'll be back Donnie. tomorrow. Thank Have you. fun, Donnie. I'll try.